Hi friends, happy Thanksgiving week to all of you. This is Doable Discipleship, a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith. Um, or as we love to say, Linda, how are you going to say it in your most thankful voice today? Maybe, maybe you could say it as if your mouth was full of stuffing. See, there you go. go. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Jason. This is Linda. We are part of this spiritual growth team at Saddleback Church. And yes, this is just a special episode. We like to do something around this type of idea every year. And it's just kind of a check-in on thankfulness or on gratitude. So um, Linda, why don't you kick us off here? Talk to us about kind of your thoughts around this season of thankfulness and what this means to you. Great. Well, November is one of my favorite months. I mean, four weeks focused on being thankful with a whole day set aside to just pause and give thanks to God. I love that because I think we, you know, we get to choose what we think about. We get to choose our attitude. So when we can choose to be grateful, I think that's just good all the way around. Um, you know, I think at least for me, I kind of all thought 2021 would be a whole lot easier than 2020. I thought, you know, okay, 2020 is in the rear view mirror. 2021 is going to be a piece of cake, but it's been just about as crazy in different ways. So I think as we approach Thanksgiving 2021, I just want to spend time today just focusing our hearts and minds on gratitude, on being thankful. Um, and, you know, as you read through the Psalms, especially, they often express gratitude to God. And then they would express their gratitude to God and then they would publicly declare it. Um, a good example is like Psalm 9 1, where it says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. And then it says, I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. So they're declaring their thanks to God and then they're telling the people around them. Uh, Psalm 35, 18 says, I will give thanks to you in the great assembly and among the throngs, I will praise you. So that's where I want to start this morning, just declaring our gratitude to God in, and our great assembly is our doable friends. So Jason, what are you thankful for? Yeah, I, I have, I was just reflecting on this and I got, I have uh, so much to be thankful for. And what's important is to take the time to remember the things Mm -hmm. that we can be thankful for, right? Oftentimes we kind of think about the shallow things or kind of just the immediate things, Mm -hmm. but there are so many more things if you really took the time to dig down deep that we can be thankful for. So um, it's good for us to do that a little bit too, right? So I'm thankful for my family, of course, my, my wonderful wife, my awesome kids, and just I'm thankful for how they're growing. I'm thankful mm-hmm. for even just the little things. I'm thank- thankful for their smiles. I'm thankful for how each day I can mm-hmm. see my kids learning new things and growing and and developing. My little daughter is one and she just learned how to, to do sign language for help. Oh. And so it's just, it's, it's so cute to see, <laughs> to see her, you know, start to do this, like literally just started to do this. So I, I'm just, I, I'm thankful that that it's something that I can be aware of and, and observant of mm-hmm. is watching their little things of growth every day. Um, I'm grateful for um, for our health, grateful for where we live, grateful mm-hmm. that uh, that we get to be a part of this church and and get to be uh, on staff here. Mm-hmm. We're grateful for that we get to do this podcast and that there are people who actually you know enjoy it and listen to it. <laughs> 
it was a project, you know, it was just an idea that we had like, I don't know, what was it like four, four and a half months ago or no years ago. Sorry. And in the fact that it's still, you know, that it's, it's still an ongoing thing is, you know, always exciting to us that there's, Mm -hmm. that there is, is, is stuff that, that we want to talk about and that people, uh, want to listen to, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm thankful for, our leadership here at the church. I'm thankful for Rob and who you've heard on the show. If you've been listening for a while, thankful for, um, Jason, our campus pastor, thankful for Rick and, and, and for all of the leaders of the church, especially during this season, it hasn't been an easy season of being a church leader. So we've definitely been praying for them. And, um, I'm just thankful for, for who they are and especially in this time that we've been going through. So yeah, just, just a, a lot of great things to be thankful for. I'm thankful for my family, my parents, my siblings. I got lots of siblings. <laughs> so I'm thankful for all of them and just the, just the joy and, and connection that we have together. So yeah, those are just a, a couple of things, but I, I for me, I, I I just always love to take the thing, but then also, you know, dig down deep into the thing. Like, what exactly sure. are you thankful of? So what are some things that you are thankful for in this season, sure. Linda? Oh, so many things. Um, like you, I mean, I'm so grateful for my family. Uh, my husband, Scott, our two kids. I'm thankful for um, the fact that my parents still live close by and my mom's just come through a season of she broke her elbow and I'm grateful that she's recovering and she's going to be at Thanksgiving. So, you know, some really immediate things that I'm really thankful for, um, this season, 2020 and 2021, um, was really challenging for our family. I'm grateful for God's provision. Um, you know, I've shared in at different times over the last year, almost two years now that, um, just God's faithfulness in providing for us to, you know, with my husband's business pretty much shutting down during COVID um, for him to provide. And then for God to provided this job, being on staff is like the greatest adventure. (laughs) I just love, love my job. And I'm so grateful to work with you and Brandon and Rob. And, you know, when you were talking, I'm like, he's taking my gratitudes, but I can be thankful too. (laughs) We can, we can overlap some thankfulnesses. Okay. Well, good, good. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm so thankful for this place. I'm thankful to be a part of our church, um, and for our leadership that has walked with us through such a tough season. Um, I'm thankful, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I'm just every morning, I'm thankful for, for life, for the fact that God has given me another day. You know, I guess the older you get and the more crazy things that happen to the people around you, you know, you just, you become really grateful for things like health, for the fact that you can get up and do your day and not be, you know, not, not be in pain and not have, you know, things that are keeping you from doing what you want to do. So every morning I'm just, I'm grateful for the ability to get up and, and do my day. Um, I'm grateful for our health. This has been a scary health year mm-hmm. and I'm just grateful, um, for that. I'm grateful for, um, I'm honestly, I mean, even as crazy as our country has been, I'm grateful for the place that we live. I'm grateful for the freedoms that we have. I'm just, I think that, um, 
the fact that we get to do what we get to do. We get to talk freely about Jesus. We get to do this podcast. We don't walk in fear to talk about the things that we hold dear about our faith. And so I'm grateful for that. So I could go on and on. (laughs) (laughs) And we would be remiss if we, if we left out that we are grateful for our wonderful producers. We've, we typically have David who is, is, um, is our engineer and producer. And we're grateful that he is, is back. He was out on, on medical leave for a little bit. So grateful that, that he's doing well and he's back and grateful for Brandy who stepped in uh, to help out while he was gone. So grateful for our, you know, everybody that we get to work with too. So mm-hmm. that's, that's such wonderful people. And um, so it, obviously what we want to do is, is, is for you to be thinking about as the listeners, what are the things that you are thankful for too? Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that um, a little bit deeper. We have a couple of thoughts, some doables around that a little bit later, but we want to acknowledge too, that, you know, it can be easy sometimes to just rattle off, to list off things that we're grateful for. Right. But there are sometimes where maybe uh, it could feel a lot harder to, to think about things that we are thankful for. Right. Um, sometimes it could be difficult if there's stuff that is going on in our lives that feels so overwhelming or we feel so lost or we feel so worn down or beaten down or feel like nothing has been going our way. It can very easily be hard to think about the things that we are grateful for, right? It, it, It can be so easy to say, well, what do I have to be grateful for? Everything is going wrong in my life. And so as we've kind of been looking at gratitude and thinking about thankfulness and gratitude, it's, we've been reminded of a couple of important truths that we want Mm -hmm. to, you know, share kind of at this time. The first thing is that gratitude is a choice. Mm -hmm. It is a choice that we can, we can choose to be thankful. We can choose to focus on um, things to be grateful for. It's a choice and it's a choice that grows out of a perspective or a way of seeing the world. And so when we have a lens on that is just looking at the bad, mm-hmm. it's going to be really hard to see <laughs> things that we should be gr- grateful for or thankful for, or, or to see the good things in our mm-hmm. lives when we're just all we see is the bad. But mm-hmm. If you change your lenses, if you change your worldview to one that looks for things to be thankful for, grateful for, even though it's not to ignore that thing, that there may be some bad things, but it's choosing to also spot and be aware of and focus on the -hmm. things that we can be thankful for, should be thankful for, right? Mm -hmm. Every day that we wake up is a day that God is given us a new day, new life. And that's yeah. something that we could be thankful for. Thank you, Lord, that, that the sun rose today. Thank you that you woke <laughs> me up mm-hmm. and, th- th- and th- th- thank you that I have a breath in my lungs mm-hmm. um, because of you. And, you know, even just the things that we take for granted for Lord, I hear that bird chirping this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, thank you for creating animals, you know, th- mm-hmm. and, and for giving some of them song for us to hear, <laughs> right? Like, you know, it can be something as simple as that. 
And that my ears can hear them. And that my ears can hear them. That is right. <laughs> and that I can appreciate things that are beautiful. Absolutely. Um, so the Bible talks a lot about thankfulness and gratitude. So we wanted to touch on a few of these passages. Isaiah 12, 4 through 5 says, Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, make them remember that his name is exalted. And that's just a, a great reminder, not just for us to give thanks to God, but, to, but for us to tell other people mm -hmm. about our thankfulness of God, right? It's just to remember, make them remember that his name is exalted. Mm -hmm. That is sharing the truth and sharing how much you love God, that God mm -hmm. is worthy of exaltation. Mm -hmm. um, and we can do that out of our thankfulness and overflowing of our gratitude to him. First uh, Chronicles 1634 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Now there is a great song about this. Maybe you've heard mm -hmm. this give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures for anyway. Um, <laughs> so it's just another example of giving thanks to the Lord for he is good. That's important for us to remember his goodness mm -hmm. in that he, and as we've talked about before on the show, goodness is an everlasting quality attribute right. of God. So if he is always good, then we can always be thankful for his Absolutely. goodness. No matter what else is going on in our life, he is still good. Mm -hmm. um, and then first Thessalonians five, 16 through 18 says, rejoice always pray continually give thanks in all circumstances for this is god's will for you in christ jesus now we always like to make sure that we've heard that verse correctly it's not give thanks for all circumstances right it is give thanks in all circumstances and that's just that reminder that there's always something we can be thankful for even when mm -hmm. things are going terribly in our life there are things that we can be thankful for as we talked about God's goodness, as we talked about his, his love, his faithfulness. We can mm -hmm. always be thankful for who God is. And as we looked at these verses, and in, in, in there are many others like them, the first thing that becomes abundantly clear is that gratitude and thankfulness is not suggested as something to do if we feel like it, right? <laughs> it's a command. Right. Give thanks to the Lord. Rejoice always. Give thanks in all circumstances. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it's something that we are to choose to do. We are to do it, make it a part of our lives. And as with anything, we are called to choose over and over again. We have to practice this, make it a habit. It's and as you do it more and more, then that lens becomes more permanent, becomes more how you see things regularly without having to mm -hmm. try so hard. Right. Um, it just becomes a natural overflowing of the way that you view your life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, as you were talking, I was remembering what Pastor Rick has said so many times, and that is whatever you look at gets bigger. So if you're looking through that lens of gratitude, that's what you're going to see more of. Mm -hmm. And so I just, you know, it really is true that the more we put that lens of gratitude in front of our eyes, um, the more, the easier it will become, that habit will grow, mm -hmm. um, which <laughs> we could use more of in this world right now. Um, 
So as I was, as I was kind of thinking about gratitude and thankfulness this week, I came across this interview online and I just, I thought it was fascinating. Um, it was with a Dr. Robert Emmons. He's out of UC David. Now, I don't know if he's, um, a believer or not, but he approached gratitude from a scientific perspective. And I just thought this was fascinating because I always love when science comes along and tells us what the Bible has been telling us all along. Um, so this is what he said. He was actually um, tasked with studying and writing papers on gratitude. This is what he was tasked to do. And when he went to look in the interview, he said he didn't find anything about gratitude. So he went and did the research himself. And this is what he said about building the habit of gratitude. He says, the important thing is to establish the daily habit of paying attention to gratitude inspiring events. That's the lens we've been talking about. Says the place to start is with a reality check because we all begin life dependent on others. And most of us will end life dependent on others. If we're lucky in between, we have roughly 60 years or so of unacknowledged dependency. The human condition is such that throughout life, not just at the beginning and end, we are profoundly dependent on other people. Gratitude takes us outside ourselves where we see ourselves as part of a larger, intricate network of sustaining relationships that are mutually reciprocal. Gratitude is the truest approach to life. We did not create or fashion ourselves. We did not birth ourselves. Life is about giving, receiving, and repaying. We are dependent on the help of others, on their gifts, and on their kindness. As such, we are called to gratitude. If we choose to ignore this basic truth, we steer ourselves off course. I just, I read that and I thought, oh my gosh, like that's <laughs> exactly it. Yeah. I, I just love that, that focus on the interdependence on how we all depend on one another. And if we truly think about it, right? Like I can think about all the things in the world that I do not know how to do, <laughs> that I am grateful that there are people who know how to do it, mm -hmm. are skilled to do it, are willing to do it, are able to do it so that, you know, I either, I, I either don't have to do these things or I'm okay not knowing exactly. stuff about, about these things, right? Otherwise, our life would just be a scramble to learn as much about everything as we can right? so that we can be completely feel independent and not rely on anybody for anything. And as we've seen from Dr. Emmons, that's not the place that we want to be. And mm -hmm. we also see that in the writings of Paul, right? So it's not just, it's not just this doctor, um, who was talking about this, we can go all the way back to the Bible and we can see the same um, ideas around interdependence. Paul talks extensively about in our interdependence as believers, how each of us has been gifted to help and serve one another in the body, right? There's a whole ton of one another's in the mm -hmm, Bible. And, mm -hmm. all, and what that means at its core is interdependence, is, is needing each other. Um, sometimes we just plan out, we just lose sight of how much we truly depend on each other. We're mm -hmm. so focused on the things going on in our lives or focused on what's important to me, or we can be just kind of, you know, so self-focused that we forget or we lose sight of our, that that's not how God made us, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. God, God designed the church as his family, 
as mm-hmm. a family. So we are all brothers and sisters and he expects us to operate as a family. And now I understand that your family may not be the most uh, uh, cohesive group of people. Each family, each family in reality is different, right. but it's important to remember that how God designed the family is that we are all in this together, that we love each other, depend on each other, serve one another, care for one another, share one another's burdens, all these different um, elements of what it means to be interdependent. And out of that then should flow gratitude, gratefulness, mm-hmm. thankfulness mm-hmm. Um, for being, you know, for each other person, for, for everybody, because we're all mm-hmm. part of the body of God. Uh, and so they, we all, if, if there really should be this overarching thankfulness for each mm-hmm. and every other believer Absolutely. as a part of the body, as part of the family. Mm-hmm. In another part of the interview that I was reading with Dr. Emmons, he went on to describe what he talked about as like gratitude destroyers or the, the barriers and the things that can keep us from having, from being able to express gratitude and being able to be thankful. And again, I thought he was right on target. The first thing he pointed out was a sense of entitlement, this I deserve mentality. Everything in our culture says, well, you deserve this, you deserve that. And when it becomes all about me and what I want or what I deserve or what I am entitled to, it's very difficult to be grateful and to look and see our need for one another, our dependence, what we've been talking about. So that was the first one. The second one that he pointed out was a compulsive need to be self-reliant. Again, our culture values independence and I did it myself. I did it my way. Um, And so gratitude can really end up being a countercultural attitude and a different way of looking at the world because everything in our world is telling you that it's all about you and um, that there's great value in doing it all yourself. And so I, I think he's spot on. Those are real threats to gratitude. Yeah, there were two other gratitude destroyers that he talked about. One was a bias toward negativity. Mm. And, uh, you know, this one I think is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there may be a lot more of this mm-hmm. in recent uh, in recent times too. Where it's just this belief that there's, you know, everything is wrong in the world. Everything yep. is going wrong. I I don't like these people. I don't like these people. These people mm-hmm. are out to get me. These people are out to get, you know, it's just, and it's just a constant focus, like a driven life mm. towards thinking about all of the things, ideas, people, places, or whatever that are quote unquote wrong or mm-hmm. are quote unquote bad or out to get us or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when that becomes a focus, when that is our lens, our for sure worldview, then it's really hard to be grateful. It's really hard to focus on the things that we should be thankful for or show gratitude towards Mm -hmm. because our folk, it's such a focus on the other. It's a, it's such a, it's, it's such a, wartime feel, if you mm-hmm. will, that mm-hmm. we lose the 
things that we can be, we should be grateful for, thankful for in our own life. So that's another one. Yeah. A fourth one is another big one. And that's just a forgetfulness. It's just, it's just forgetting to, yeah. to stop and be thankful or grateful. And it just kind of focuses on the busyness of our daily life. You get so caught up in the whirlwind of your day that mm-hmm. you completely forget or lose sight of being thankful of, of, mm-hmm. of stopping and showing a gratitude for things. That's another big one. So again, those four were our sense of entitlement, a compulsive need to be self-reliant, a bias toward negativity and forgetfulness and just, just the busyness of, of daily life. And as you said, those four are totally on point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, right. And so a bunch of those too, that we can just see it all the time in culture, especially that, that sense of entitlement that need to be self-reliant and a bias toward negativity. These are things that we just see all the time in culture. And as we see it, we often get dragged into its magnetism or its gravity just Mm -hmm. pulls us into that. And before we know it, we start thinking the same way. Right. Um, And so this is just an opportunity for us to kind of do a little self-check and be like, how am I, are are any of these gratitude destroyers, things that I'm finding myself being pulled into or, or, mm-hmm. or am I, am I looking at things through any of these lenses? And so it just kind of, it gives us an opportunity to pause. Mm-hmm. It's it's, and, and this is a common thing for this season, for this season right now, November on thankfulness next season around Christmas, these mm-hmm. are opportunities to pause and reflect and remember. So let's start asking ourselves these questions. What can we do to grow an attitude of gratitude, a, a different mindset, a different lens or worldview that focuses sure. more on the things that we should be grateful for. And how can we, how can we take this and even pass this on to our kids? How can we, how can we overflow this way of thinking to, to, to show other people that mm-hmm. there is a different, better way to think, you know, to go through life right? <laughs> rather than just saying everything is awful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so one way, one easy way to do this is a gratitude journal, just, you know, taking some time even every day to write down things that you are grateful for, thankful for. It's a great way to start or end your day. Lord, thank you for these different things that happened in my day or Lord, mm-hmm. thank you in advance for these truths. So that as I enter the day, these are the things that I can remember, right? Um, another thing is a daily gratitude post on social media. I know a lot of people who do this. They they mm-hmm. they do a post every day of November right. um, of something that they are thankful for, and that's and that's just a, a good way to show other people. It's not just it's not just oh, look at these blessings I have in my life. That's not the point. The point is to overflow gratitude mm-hmm. so that other people start thinking in terms of gratitude also. Right. Um, another great practice is for like a family sharing at dinner time or, or, or put it on like at work and on like a whiteboard in, in a common area, just things that you are grateful for. Start some opportunities to share with mm-hmm. others in whatever environment you're in a lot of the time 
things that you are grateful for. Because when you share your joy, it's doubled, which is something mm-hmm. that Pastor Rick likes to say. So just find opportunities to mm-hmm. share joy, share gratitude, share thankfulness. That's great. That's great. But, you know, as we kind of started talking about at the top of the show, sometimes gratitude comes easier than at other times. Um, and so I want to just talk to those who are maybe going through a difficult season and we've just come through a difficult season and maybe we're still in it. So how can we choose gratitude? How can we begin to put that lens of gratitude? And, and we can do, you know, some of the things that Jason's been talking about, but we also, there are some other things that we can do to help get us to that place where we can begin to embrace gratitude. And the first thing is that if you are going through something tough, don't deny it, don't stuff it, share it with somebody. Um, Pastor Rick, you know, um, Jason just gave you the one half of it, which was when you share a joy, it's doubled. But the other part of that is that when you share a burden, it's halved. And so, if you're carrying something heavy right now and you're like, I just don't know what to be thankful for, find somebody to share that burden with and just give, let them carry some of the weight that will take some of it off of you to be able to then start to think towards gratitude. The other one is to remember and meditate on God's promises. Um, you know, the, the amazing thing about God, you know, Jason was saying earlier that his goodness is an eternal eternal characteristic. It's not like he's good sometimes. And then when things are bad, he's bad. God is good all the time. You know, there used to be a little callback back in the nineties. God is good all the time. And all the, all time, the time God, God is good right on. Um, but the promises that flow from his character are also like his promises, who he is, his character, those things don't change either. His promise of his presence, his promise to sustain us, his promise to guide us, to comfort us, to be with us, to give us what, like all of the promises of God. And there are, depending on who you talk to, there are many thousands or many, many thousands, but there are lots of promises of God that you can go through. And there are promised books. And there are places online where you can look and you can start finding promises of God. And in fact, a lot of them are organized by what you're going through by a season of grief or by a season of anger. And you can go through, what does God say to you during this time? And I encourage you to get real practical with that, write them down um, or put them as your screensaver on your phone, put them in a place where you'll see them. So that if you're going through something hard, when your mind goes there, put those promises in a place where you can then train your mind to go to his word and go to his promises. And then of course, like I said, just, like Jason talked about the gratitude journal. If you can just even write down one word, you woke up this morning, start there, (laughs) whatever it is. Um, But gratitude grows the more we practice it. So Mm -hmm. with that, friends, um, happy Thanksgiving week. We love you so much. And we're so grateful that you join us and listen each time. And so we just hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and we will be back next week. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. 
And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all of our previous episodes. And go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question might just inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Jason Whelan, and I hope you'll join us again next week. Music